Why? Hello. <laughs> Welcome to Coffee Talk with Maria and Robin of Coffee and Cultures. You're making this very horny, this intro. <laughs> Look, I want my radio station, okay? I want to be a late night, like, radio station host. So, I mean, I have to get it in where I can. I love it. <laughs> oh, goodness. But this week... Our conversation is about hexing gone <laughs> wrong. Oh my goodness. If you guys did not see our Instagram post, we are doing themes every month, right? So last month mm-hmm. was ghosts. This month is hexing. And we asked you guys to send us your stories on hexes that went wrong that you did or that were funny. Just any entertaining stories that were around hexing. We got a handful of really good ones that we're excited to read. But we thought to start off this time, because last month we told ghost stories on the main pod. We are not going to be doing that, I don't think, for hexing this month. Maybe we are. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Um, We (laughs) thought, though, that we could start by uh, telling our own funny hexing stories. And then we're going to read some of yours. Okay, so I that, think you should go first. You think I should? Okay. Yours is <laughs> so good. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm just going to laugh. I'm going to have to mute myself because I'm just going to laugh. <laughs> I've told this story before, but um, I thought, you know, it's been at least a year since we've told this story. At least I think so. Um, mm-hmm. So we thought we okay. would just reiterate it for people who hadn't heard it before or maybe <laughs> forgot. Okay, because it is classically me. Um so I've been practicing witchcraft. <laughs> I've been practicing witchcraft since I was a teenager. And like any teenager, I did irrational hexing that just came out of nowhere. <laughs> Listen, okay, it's like two I need you to come back in time with me. Okay. It's like 2003. Okay. The internet was a very different place. Resources for getting books were very different. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I went I so I had there was this boy in school that I was obsessed with I, I at the time I thought I was in love with him him and I had probably exchanged like two sentences okay I wasn't in love with him I was like 14 okay but I thought I was in love with him and I'm pretty sure we were dating okay I you can't see it yeah. but I'm using air quotes here um pretty sure we were dating it did last a whole week and a half so i'm not trying to brag but oh that's pretty serious it was pretty serious <laughs> and, uh, and my best friend at the time we're gonna call her jane okay for the purposes of this because i don't know if she listens to my podcast she might so if you're listening uh to this and you think it's about you it might be uh, so Jane, she like talked to him or held hands with him. I don't even remember exactly what she did, but she crossed me. Okay. She thought she was going to take my man and I was not having that. So I did what any rational 14 year old witch would do. And I went onto the nearest angel fire website I could find, 
the background was neon green with like like neon red text that was in papyrus font okay so it is very <laughs> 2003 i'm pretty sure there was like lightning graphics all over it it was a lot and it told me how to curse her and i was again i was 14 okay so i had to improvise for a lot <laughs> a lot of it so i got a picture of her because it was 2003 we had real photos still um smartphones did not exist and i had a printed photo of her because she's my best friend i had it in a frame okay this is how psychotic i was (laughs) i took the photo um it told me to put this like oil on it i don't remember what the oil was um so I didn't have any because again, 14. Um, so I took clear nail polish. I painted the photo with clear nail polish and I was like, I am sealing her in. And then I pretty much was like, fuck you, Jane, fuck you, Jane. And then lit the photo on fire in like a little corning ware dish that my parents had. Maybe it was Pyrex, I don't know, in my bedroom. And I was like, fuck you, Jane. Like, that's what you get for trying to steal my man. Uh, Needless to say, nothing bad happened to her in any capacity. uh, But my fire alarm did go off in my bedroom. And my dad was like, the fuck are you burning? And I was like, don't worry about it, dad. And he was like, I absolutely am going to worry about it. You are 14 years old. what the fuck are you burning and i was grounded for three weeks um so really i don't think the curse backfired but i do think that i was a dumb fucking kid who uh, did not think through anything so yeah not to mention you're burning like nail polish and like a photo a film photo like, yeah, and I doubt you had a window open, so you're like breathing in all these like '90s film. Um, of course, I didn't have a window open. Like, oh. <laughs> and it literally set off like three fire alarms. And my dad was like, "The fuck are you doing?" And I was like, "I'm doing some really serious business here, Dad. If you could mind your business." <laughs> and he was like, "No, this is a fire hazard. I will not mind my business. You're grounded." And I was like parents will never understand (laughs) (laughs) this is the love of my life (laughs) literally and fun fact that person that i was obsessed with who my husband Mm -hmm. still brings up because i've talked i've told him these stories um is not doing so well in the mental state of things in modern days and i actually feel really bad for him now he's really not doing very well and i just think about that a lot you know like maybe maybe my obsession with him like pushed him over the edge because i was obsessed i was obsessed with him in an unhealthy way as a (laughs) as a young child from like age 12 to 14 and now he's not doing well and i feel really bad about it andrew if you're listening i hope i hope that you get the help that you need bestie i really do i mean that Robin wants to be obsessed with you again. Oh, I definitely do not. Uh, Very happy (laughs) in my marriage and my life. I'm not trying to invite any of that in. Absolutely not. It's just like a fun anecdote of teenage. Okay, no. I hope he gets his help, but 
far away from myself. Thank you. <laughs> you can help over there, buddy. I'm doing real good over here. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. How about you? What's your fun hexing story? Okay. So this was kind of before um I officially was like, I am a witch. You know, I was already mm-hmm. doing like spell work type stuff, but didn't mm-hmm. realize that I was doing spell work. So whenever when I would get in a fight with my parents, um, I would like write out on like a piece of paper about how I wanted them to wanted wanted them to see, like wanted, you know, to see like my side of things. And I guess this is really like hexing, but it's more like a mirror spell that I did, you know, via like writing spell. Mm-hmm. But, um, but they like my dad within like 10 minutes would always come downstairs and like apologize if I did that. And it was just, it was funny at the time because I was like, oh my God, I am so powerful. I can do anything. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, that, <laughs> I, guess that's, I don't really have that many like hexing things that have gone wrong. So or, what like, you're trying to say, and just <laughs> just call it out as it is. You are a were a normal teenager who did normal teenage things, and me, the absolute fucking mall goth that I was, was <laughs> lighting pictures up. <laughs> oh fuck's sake! I, just, I was such a huge introvert, so anything I was doing like spells for, like I was angry about, like I would just do it towards my parents, and then like be like, ha ha ha, see, <laughs> listen to me. But no, that's you all like, I got. You're the witch who's gonna do that shit to you guys. <laughs> hate to see it (laughs) look i i think they think that i listen too much so like i'm always like how are you how are you doing tell me your feelings (laughs) and they're like really i am sitting here and i'm trying to eat my macaroni and cheese just leave me alone (laughs) oh shit macaroni and cheese sounds so good right now Oh my goodness. <sighs> All right, let's read these stories. Yes. I'm going to start from the bottom and then read up. Okay. Um, so, mm-hmm. like, uh, that's what I'm going to do. You don't have to go in that order, but I'm just telling you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> our first one comes from Jessica. <clears throat> By the way, if you are listening to this and you're like, where did these stories get submitted? We now have a submissions email, which is submissions at coffeeandcauldrons.com. So if you want to submit your stories this time or in the future, that is how you do it. So I don't I don't know if we announce that anywhere other than social media. So just putting a pin on that (laughs) so our first story comes from jessica it says hey i saw your post about hexing and i have a good one but it wasn't me doing the hexing i once got a text from a police marshal friend of mine asking about the ingredients involved in a hex and what those ingredients meant you see i'm a very open witch in a very small town the ingredients were cow's tongue red thread pins a lime in an article of someone's clothing (laughs) we all know where this is going (laughs) i let him know it was textbook tongue binding spell and while it was out of my wheelhouse i'm a celtic pagan i was aware of its purpose and i let him know everything that i knew the next time i saw him in person i bucketed 
up the courage or bucked up the courage and asked him about it. It turns out that they had gotten a report of somebody burning something on a site that uh, local land developers frequent. And when the police arrived on site, they found the tongue partially burned and didn't know what it was. <laughs> he knew it was something witchy and asked about it since he knew that I am well researched into the occult. Seems like someone in our small town wanted to hex the developers buying up and clearing the land in the area for commercial properties. I never thought that I would be using my witchy knowledge to inform the police, but here we are. <laughs> in any case, since no one was hurt and nothing came out, it just became a case of illegal dumping, and I don't know any charges if any charges were filed. I can help can't help but wonder what and who the practitioner was wanting to silence. Love that. Um, Interesting. <laughs> I have a friend who one time was getting all those ingredients at a store, and uh-huh. uh, the registry register clerk looked her dead in the eyes and goes, "Fuck them up, sis." <laughs> <laughs> that is so good. <laughs> Isn't that so funny? She oh, was just that like, is "So funny." <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so funny! <clears throat> All right, so, you read the ready next for one? the next one? Yes, yeah. I am. <laughs> okay, this one's from Daniela, and it is. Here is my failed hexing story. My first hex went really wrong. I was fifteen, and a girl in my class was being the worst, ganging up on, uh, ganging up everyone against me. So I hexed her. Just a very simple hexed with her name on a piece of paper. I burned the paper, then threw the ashes in the paper bin. Silly me leaves the room to go to the bathroom, only to return to the bin being completely on fire with flames as high as the ceiling. Mm. So I grabbed the bin with bare hands and sprint to the bathroom where I showered the bin to extinguish the fire. Miraculously, my hands were absolutely fine, but it was quite a lesson in fire safety. Also, the girl <laughs> stopped harassing me and just left me alone. So at least it wasn't a complete late waste of time. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, I will once again say, please don't burn your house down, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness i love that, that this is, so is also funny. a 15 year old story that involves fire just like mine like we were all so dumb <laughs> i'm not any if any of our like underage listeners think that i'm calling you dumb i'm definitely not it's just one of those things you know what i mean yeah where you do things without thinking and you're just like okay this is fine like this is completely fine this is normal and then you return and your house is on fire <laughs> Oh, Lordy. <laughs> but I'm glad the spell worked out. <laughs> I love you. Goodness. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Our next one is from Aaron. Um, love the intro, by the way, Aaron. Longtime listener, first time caller. <laughs> love that. Uh, do you guys remember doing stuff like that on radio shows when we were kids? Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, Does anyone just, call the radio station anymore? That doesn't seem I have, like to be I don't a listen to the radio anymore, so I have I know. no idea. Thank you, Spotify <laughs> Premium. <laughs> okay. A bit of background. I was friends with three women, two of which 
who I practiced privately with, and the third being someone who is a devoted Christian, which truly was never a topic or a point of friction. As with all people, mental health is really hard, and luckily one of our friends has a PhD in mental health and does truly good things for the world. As mental health can deteriorate deteriorate relationships I quote broke up from standing up for myself with a Christian friend causing a later rift for the rest of the group to distance themselves unbeknownst to myself the Christian friend had declared to her church and her family and anybody who would listen that I had tried to hex her and took away all her friends all on October 17th this year as Mercury was leaving the Gatorade <laughs> and the full moon <laughs> hit that weekend. Naturally, myself and the two other women focused on having a great full moon and set intentions for growing and happiness. And in the following week, we watched as the third woman's life fell apart. <clears throat> None of us set any intention to hex, but I think that the third woman hexed herself. Between car issues, family disputes, parking tickets, traffic jams, being pickpocketed, the list goes on, we kept watching karma go to town. We felt safe and secure, and I'll say that I think that night we had cleans cleansing ritual we had a cleansing ritual that might have been one of our best in our lives with a cry laughing emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Oof! Hate to see it for the uh, the friend that had all the bad things happening to them. <laughs> mm hmm. I think that hap that happens a lot. Like where people like they build it up in their minds that they've mm -hmm. gotten hexed, and like bad stuff just continues to happen, or like they are receiving, you know, payback by mm -hmm. the universe for things that they have done. Yeah. I agree. And, and like, sometimes, I do think like, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. You're you're good. I was gonna say, and sometimes like when we have a mirror spell like set up that we don't realize, you know, like, you know, things like reflect back at people, and suddenly like they're receiving like it all back, but we don't mm -hmm. realize that it's happening. We don't was, realize we did something bad to us. What I was gonna say was that you know you were, you did this big cleansing spell for yourself and cleansing the badness out of your life, like you know, you, when, sometimes when we have friend groups like that. We and we do protection magic, right? And mm -hmm. that sort of energy that we put out for other people and the friendship dissolves, they're no longer getting that sort of protection that they mm -hmm. like unknowingly were getting before. On top mm -hmm. of that, you were doing a cleansing spell to cleanse out any negativity and also cleansing potentially, you know, previous protections that you had put up, previous wards you had put up, that it becomes this sort of I wouldn't use the word hex, but the the safety net that was underneath that third friend is no longer there. That it's kind of snowballing, I guess you could say. Uh, yeah. Negatively, mm -hmm. accidentally. I wouldn't I wouldn't call it karma. I would call it uh like I said, that safety net kind of the wool coming off from over their head, the rug being pulled out from underneath them. That some, mm -hmm. you know, long due negativity uh had come around yep unfortunate but here we are <laughs> it happens it does i think we have time for the last one that we've got too if you want to read it em okay okay so hopefully i'm pronouncing this correctly so 
bear with me. <laughs> so this is from Avery. Um, they said, I think my favorite hexing story was when my uber Christian best friend employed my help to deal with a situation. My best friend and for all intents and purposes, my sister and I both live in a renovated bus and travel the country together over the summer. During the school year, she's a teacher and an officer in the National Guard. She's a part of a very orthodox Christian religion that has zero tolerance policy for witchcraft. But I had opened up to her about being pagan a couple years ago, and she's been very open-minded. In September, she came to me and said she needed my help. She explained that she had been having very vivid nightmares of bird-like humanoid who stood in her bedroom doorway and left wet three-toed footprints all over her house. <laughs> she also explained that she had felt sick and fatigued and whatever... And whenever something would go wrong, it, uh, whenever thing, I'm sorry, whenever something could go wrong, it did. A moth infestation broke out into her house and bus, and she was being harassed by coworker, by co coworker's wife who had thought she was sleeping with her coworker. Oh, yeah. My sister's boyfriend and her, um, um, and, Wait, my sister's boyfriend and she had also reported things flying off of the walls and going missing only to be found in a different location. She said that she had been experiencing this for months. Mm. I did a few tests in the house on her and on her boyfriend and even on her boyfriend's cat. <laughs> I banished whatever entities were in the home. I counted two and cleansed the space. Did a four corners ward since she's staying in her space for the winter. Placed a protection spell at each window and door and gave her black salt and a cleansing spray. Unlocked the mirrors. It was a days long event. Afterward, I felt very uneasy about how these entities were invited in. I decided to go back to her home and place rusty coffin nails under, uh, underneath both stairways and did a return to sender. I told her to watch for anyone in her life that was having the same experiences as her. A couple weeks later, she came to me again. Her co-worker told her that his wife was awake at all times of the night with nightmares, <laughs> complaining about a bird woman in her bedroom and wet footprints on the hardwood. He said that their house had become infested with moths and drain flies <laughs> out of nowhere and that her phone had been broken into. He took it to get fixed, only find out she was cheating on him, which is why she thought he was cheating on her. Hashtag paranoid. Oh <laughs> I also learned that her coworker and his wife were pagan. I immediately knew she was the one who sent whatever had attached to my friend and decided to fight fire with fire. Almost a week after sending a hex her way, my sister came to me again with new reports. The woman had lost her job for harassing her coworkers. Someone had reported her for harassment after weeks of accusing my sister and the uh, other female soldiers under my sister of sleeping with her husband. And she was being charged with different counts of harassment with an electronic device. Because of this, she temporarily lost custody of her children and was forced to move out of her home, the home her soon-to-be ex-husband owns. While moving her things out under police surveillance, her car broke down, and it turned out that someone had stolen her... Oh my God, I wouldn't know how to pronounce this. Catalytic. <laughs> and catalytic converter and punctured something in her fuel system. And to think she might have gotten away with her antics if she had just left my sister alone. 
when I tell you that this is a story of a hex gone right, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's one of those situations where it's like they didn't get anything coming to them, like that they weren't sending out to other people unnecessarily. Like, it's mm-hmm. not like you, that person was targeted. It was simply a, you know, whoever is sending this to me, return it right back to you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I mean, obviously, you hate to see that much stuff go wrong for a single person, but... Oof. Obviously, they were doing... Causing a lot of drama, and that drama just, like, came back in bit mm-hmm. through the use <laughs> of spell work. <laughs> truly that's intense though like that's a lot i wonder if like she was like a witch herself or you know she was just throwing around her energy not knowing what she was doing because that happens too like with people who aren't necessarily witches they don't realize that they're actually doing stuff and um you know hurting others yeah even if even if they want it to happen, but they're not like, you know, doing full out spells in order to make it happen. <laughs> yeah. Mm. It's wild. <sighs> well, that is all the stories we have time for today. And <clears throat> that being said, I think this is going to be the only coffee talk we have this month. Maria. Mm-hmm. Well, not Maria. I. Hello. I'm like blaming you. <laughs> I'm moving. Um <laughs> And it times up because I was looking at the the calendar. It times up that mm-hmm. we the we're we're going to be skipping a week of recording because of that. And with skipping that week of recording, it does time up that it's going to be the coffee talk week. So I know that this is a new segment, but like we talked about when we first started, there's going to be months where it only happens once, and that's going to be this month we're starting off. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. So I hope you guys have enjoyed this, regardless of that little factoid. And regardless of my horrible story. <laughs> I don't think it was horrible. It was. <laughs> I just Your girl doesn't hex very often, but when I do, it's necessary. And I don't know, nothing really. I never have like a snapback because yeah. like I'm, yeah. I've I get I've been lucky. Like I'm definitely not a perfect practitioner in any means, but yeah, I hex mindfully. <laughs> um, I'm not dumping fingernail polish on like pictures and then burning wow. it and wow. then getting high off the fumes and then like almost burning down the house. I mean, this feels really pointed, and I don't know like who you would be talking to, but you should watch yourself. <laughs> Uh, that but being yeah. said when we post this guys we would love to hear from you um any kind of topic prompts that you would like to see for the month of december so yeah. drop it in the comments uh we'd love to hear it we'd love to see it let us know what you guys want to talk about yeah i like that. <laughs> so thank you guys so much for joining us this week for coffee talk that we hope to see you next week for our regular episode you can check out our instagram or twitter um or you can just go to coffeeandcauldrons.com where you can be linked to all of our social medias as well as you know an rss feed of the episodes 
<laughs> yeah, and all, as always, if you enjoy Coffee and Cauldrons, please take a moment to review us on Apple Podcasts. Or if you want to support us directly, consider joining us on our Patreon, where we share articles, special part two exclusive episodes, and have a spell um, spell of the month box and a Discord. <laughs> so, so we'll see you guys next time. See you next time. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs>